Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Nobody pray for me. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this yeah, is yeah. Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. in sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. One of the things trending in the state of Arkansas is about the Arkansas softball team. They got the bats going. They just finished off game one, defeating Marshall 10-3. to Marshall came in and actually took the lead for a short time, and then Arkansas just blew things open with a big inning. So 1-0 to start the season after beating Marshall 10-3. to They'll play another one later tonight. Buddy Hill has gotten traded to the Sixers from the Pacers. And maybe that's why the Sixers were willing to let Pat Bev go. Buddy Hill, not the defender that Pat Bev is, but they increased their offensive production and three-point shooting. So, big another big move. One team going, one player going from one team in the Eastern Conference to another team in the Eastern Conference. So, uh, Sixers making moves on both sides of it, where Pat Bev is out, Buddy Hill in. I looked on Twitter to see what was trending. Kirk Herbstreet is tw- uh, trending. What's going on with Kirk Herbstreet? So he's coming under fire. Someone going as far as saying ESPN should suspend him because he uh, talked with Dylan Rayola about the quarterback, about where he should go to college, and suggested Nebraska. Well, he didn't say Ohio State, so why is that a problem? I don't know. I guess using his power to influence a kid. But if the kid was coming to him just because he knew him or had a tie or what's any... If a kid... Can, not that I'm not comparing myself to Kirk Herbstreet, but if someone... You know, it's just giving someone advice. I don't see the big deal. Yeah, not a big deal. But yeah, he's trending right now. And it's mainly negative that he shouldn't have done that. Gino Ariyama has won 1,200 games in college basketball, becoming the third coach to do so. Now, Tara Vandeveer, she has the record, and she just got there recently passing Coach K. She's at 12.06, Coach K at 12.02, and now Gino Ariema is at 1,200. So you have three coaches all-time in college basketball, 1,200 wins, and it's interesting that Tara Vandeveer being the leader at 12.06 She's only six games ahead of uh, Gino Ariema all time. The SEC is trending. That's because today they announced their revenue distribution. In all, they're going to distribute $741 million to the 14 SEC universities. Do the math, that comes out to $51.3 million to every school. So the SEC is about to cut the Razorbacks a $51 million check. Also, another move that happened right before the NBA trade deadline, Gordon Hayward goes to OKC, goes to the Thunder from the Hornets. Hornets are a team that is out of the running for any kind of playoff positioning. But the Thunder, we know that they've been doing really good in the West this year in the standings. So now they get another player in Gordon Hayward to add to their mix. A veteran player, because they have a really young team and a young core of players. Daniel Gafford's not trending. Maybe not here, but he is in El Dorado. News has uh, spread that Daniel Gafford was traded from uh, the Washington Wizards. 
to the uh, oh, I almost said Oklahoma City Dallas Mavericks. You know what? That that was a move that Christian actually wanted. He did that the Thunder needed a backup big man, and so Gaffer was somebody that was identified that could possibly go there. But the Mavs end up getting him. I saw Christian tweet out that he's like, "That's all the Mavericks gave up." You mean Oklahoma City couldn't have paid a little bit better and got Daniel Gafford? They had probably a bigger need. But the Mavs just get better. I won't, yeah, I won't argue that. I'm excited for that move for the Mavericks. And they made another move. Who was that they uh, traded for? They traded away the Curry. Mavs? Yeah, Curry and uh, Grant Williams. Yeah, yeah. Grant Williams and Seth Curry. Seth Curry, and they got... I can't remember who they got. Christian told me. Anyway. It's hard to keep track of everything. Oh, my gosh. How many teams do you think were involved in a trade today? Um, Today, maybe about eight teams or so. Uh, eight? I was going to yeah. say 15 or 20. It's Le- leading up to it, though. It's <laughs> Look been at my a lot. timeline. It was this after this after this, and this team's trading this guy, and that guy's going here. And it's like, wow. Mass movement right here before the trade deadline. And tonight we'll have uh, the newest class of the Hall of Fame will be announced. Yeah, NFL honors tonight, so you'll hear all the awards throughout the season. So MVP, Offensive Player, Defensive Player of the Year, your Rookie Offensive Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, and Hall of Fame class will be announced tonight. Also tonight, just right down the road from us, Wright's Barbecue, they're hosting the Big Pig Bonanza. you got Coach Pittman and the uh, assistant coaches in town. Uh, talking about the NIL and meeting with Razorback fans, a big meet and greet, meet and greet over there at Wright's Barbecue. And uh, I know Wright's Barbecue has stepped up, and they've got the I think it's called the Big Pig Fund or Big Pig something for the offensive linemen. They're, and they've got a package where you can buy uh, this. I think uh, make a donation to their NIL fund, and you get some barbecue sauce. I remember that story about a month ago or so. But Wright's Barbecue stepping up tonight and hosting that event for Coach Pittman and the all the assistant coaches. Then tomorrow. They'll be going to the uh, high school coaches clinic, the Arkansas High School Coaches Clinic down in Hot Springs, and they all put on a different clinic and have different classes for all the uh, Arkansas high school coaches. That's a big event down there at Hot Springs, and some of them will then go a couple blocks down the road to uh, Oakland and uh, see the horses run on Friday. Make it all tie in together. Spend some time in Central Arkansas yeah. and get some uh, some good info out there, and also. Uh, have a good time. No, you got to have a great relationship with the high school coaches in your state because it pays off when you get a big-time recruit just like the, the kid out of Marion, the big offensive lineman they got a commitment from earlier this week. So um, they, uh, I think they do a great job. And, and this is from talking with high school coaches here. Uh, they do a good job of connecting with them and checking in on them and seeing if there's anything they can do to help out and uh, anything they want to talk about, you know, football, philosophy, drills, whatever. There may be some familiar faces, too, with Bobby Petrino coming back as offensive coordinator, be able to connect with some of those high school coaches. And also some news today, Hunter Yurchek was named to the uh, playoff selection committee, one of six new members. So he is one of 12 now that will help decide who will be in the uh, 2024, still weird for me to say that, 2024 uh, playoff for college football. And it, it'll be the year turning, so it'll actually be 2025 at 20, that point. But they'll play, they'll play in 2024. Mm-hmm. The first couple games in the first round in December before they get to the finals uh, in 2025. We'll get back to some uh, Super Bowl clips. We had some odd ones. Mike Vrabel, still odd to me. I remember when... Uh, Tennessee, the news was they were thinking about, you know, moving on and starting over again and getting a head coach. And I was like, well, Vrabel will have a job in two weeks. Everybody thought Patriots right away because well, of the connection there. Still doesn't have a job. There's, you know, some talk of him. Who was it? There's some college coach that was like, hey, we're buddies. He's got an open invitation to come up here. He didn't even have to have a role. We'll, we'll let him hang out and just pick his mind. He'll 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 have suitors if he's not in the NFL. He'll be able to do what he wants to. But there is a a theory. We go that far, call it a theory of why he's not coach. He's not a, a head coach somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Suggested by a GM, anonymous GM. We'll uh, play this and get your thoughts. What is your sense of why like Vrabel doesn't have a head coaching job right now? 
I don't think that there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor, which I laughed. I said, stop, that, that's not something that's real. Who cares what someone physically looks like? And he said, I'm just telling you, I've been, I've been in rooms. And, and somebody's physical presence can make a difference. Buying that? Buy or sell? Um, initially, I, I would say sell it. But, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So that's not just thrown out there for, for no reason at all. But she did have one, uh, one legit person inside an office say that. And maybe there was a one owner, ownership group, or management group that was intimidated by him. That's on them. That's a good coach you turned down because he's a big guy. That That's silly to me. And And what she was saying there or what the GM actually was saying, that it doesn't necessarily tie into Mike Vrabel, but they've had those conversations before in the past, so they're they're saying they wouldn't throw that out to say that wasn't a factor. Mm. He's a big dude. I want my coach to be... I mean, look, McCarthy's the coach of the Cowboys. I'm like, dude, you know, you're a football coach. You know, I know you got some big offensive linemen, big defensive linemen, but you know you're you're out there. You're telling them to get in shape and run and all this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> come on, dude. You know, see that's the difference with Rabel and and Dan Campbell. They actually still work out with the players on the field. Yeah, they're active in that sense. And McCarthy, no, not so much. That's why I was so happy not only for Coach Pittman's health, but I thought I think it's good that he's showing his players. He's out there. He's walking. He's doing things. He's trying to lose weight. He he knows what. He had gained too much weight. I think that's a good thing. I think that shows your players that you have that same drive to get into shape, just like they are. Because you can see, I know players. I remember, I can, I'm not that old. You get a coach, and you're like you're running up and down the field. I'm like, come on, look at you. What, what are you doing? Well, you need it, to help it, probably, too. it probably means more when you know that that coach is a former player. But if they've just been a coach, probably don't pay that much attention to it. While we're uh, talking about coaches, Eric Bienme, what's he going to do? Here's Andy Reid on Bienme. Eric Bienme, um, have you had a chance to talk to him by chance? And what do you think his coaching future is? And I'll have a second one as well. I did. He actually came in and talked to our team um, before our last game. So he uh, uh, talked to the offensive guys and hung out with us uh, in our meetings. So I have had a chance to talk to him. Um, and he's, he's still up for a couple of jobs. Yeah. What do you think his future is in coaching? And would there be a spot on your staff if it doesn't work out for him somewhere else? Yeah, I, I can't answer the last part because I have no spots right now. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but I, I would tell you, I think his... Um, coaching future is great I mean I'm obviously a big fan of his and I know the things that he he can do I hated it when he went to the I don't like the commanders you know they're in the east with the cowboys Uh, I didn't feel good about that situation for him I think he's a great offensive mind and you saw some of the things he did with the Chiefs he had to get from out from underneath Andy Reid's shadow to show that he could do it He's still got to go find somewhere where he can be that OC and, and and prove to everybody that he's his own guy. You know, he's the one that's running the offense. And forget what I did with Andy Reid. That was that was me. Yes, you know, he and I worked together. But um, I still think he he'll be somewhere, right? And as an OC next season. Well, OC OC jobs may have all been filled at this point. So maybe not as an OC, just an offensive assistant in some some. Uh, capacity There's or whatever. nothing open right now? As far as offensive coordinators, no, they've been filled. But he he could be still be a part of an offense and, and contribute in a big way. Now, he took a big-time risk going to the commanders yep. in the first place 
knowing that there was a possibility of Ron Rivera being fired at the end of the season. So he was there to improve the offense, but he probably at this point is looking at getting somewhere more stable and and also in taking that risk, if you go in and improve the offense, he's ultimately trying to become a head coach anyway. So he he was good with going in for that one season if that that was what it was going to be to try to increase his chances of becoming a head coach. Well, we don't think Belichick's going to be a head coach in the NFL next season. Unless something, no, we know he won't. Well, like something crazy unless, happens. Yeah. You know, unless like, Andy Reid decides to step away, which has been put out there. Yeah. I mean, there, there could be a wild circumstance where there's an opening, but all I'm saying is it doesn't appear he's going to be a head coach next season. Here's Tom Brady. Are you surprised Bill Belichick hasn't gotten a job in this cycle? I mean, I'm surprised that the greatest coach ever doesn't have a job. You know, absolutely, but... You know, I'm surprised a lot of things in the NFL. I'm surprised. When I was a free agent, there was a lot of teams that, that didn't want me. I'm you know, surprised that Steve Young started in the USFL and went to Tampa. I'm, su- I'm, I'm surprised that Tampa traded Steve Young to the 49ers. You know, so there's a lot of things that happen that, you know, for one reason or another, don't go exactly the way, you, you know, you think they should go. You were telling me earlier there's some other news on Belichick. Well, there was a story that broke recently that uh, Belichick was actually offered the Falcons head coaching position, and he, we know that he's not their head coach. So in that sense, you know, you connect the dots, you would say that he actually turned down the job. So that was the report that was put out there recently saying that he was offered the job, but he turned it down. And that was really the only team that really showed interest in him as far as a head coaching position and and giving them interviews. So just didn't feel like it was the right fit if that is the case yeah. that he actually turned it down. Yeah, you you would have thought there would have been more than one report or uh bigger news about that if, if Belichick did turn them down or maybe Atlanta did a really good job of uh moving on quickly and hiring their guy. Well, remember so that it, it doesn't make them look bad. Remember they were the team that had the most interviews. Mm-hmm. They had 14 interviews and they did a, a really extensive search. They had a couple of interviews with Belichick and Vrabel. Yeah. And then they ultimately decided on Raheem most uh Raheem Morris. Several of the guys. It wasn't one interview. It was two. Mm-hmm. They were very thorough in their search, trying to find the right guy. We'll see if they did. All right, we got more Super Bowl sound coming your way. We'll uh, also take a look at this list of the best broadcasters. Some extensive search using the Google engine and who people were looking at and uh, the arith- you know, dif- different uh, math formation. The algorithm. Algorithms, the, the formulations of uh, the searches of names and who people were talking about on Twitter in a positive way. We'll give you the list of the top broadcasters and see uh, what you guys think of that list. And I think the, I think the guy at number one was pretty good. It's probably a, a little bit of a tease. It's not somebody you're thinking right offhand as a broadcaster for a game. I'm thinking play-by-play color guy, you know, as a broadcaster. Yeah, it's changed a bit in the last few seasons. Yeah, and this guy helped change it. That's a little bit too much of a tease. We'll get to that when we come back. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is Sports Center. 
Arkansas football landed a big verbal commitment from in-state 2025 recruit Carius Kern. The Marion product chose Arkansas over Georgia, LSU, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Missouri, Florida, and others. Kern plays both offensive and defensive linemen for the Patriots. He's currently the top-rated recruit in the state for the 2025 cycle. In college basketball tonight, Central Arkansas will take on Jacksonville at 6 on ESPN+. And the Little Rock Trojans will go for their third straight win when they take on Western Illinois tonight. The Leathernecks are 8-2 and two in conference, while the Trojans are 7-4. and four. Tip is set for 7-30. Coverage can be seen on ESPN+. Radio coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See Shelter Agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock, Larissa Callie in Bryant, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. Listen for Oakwan's Nancy Holtis on The Zone, presented by Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs. Bryant's new sports mecca in Saline County. Crave carries all the sporting events on their flat screens, axe throwing, and 30 beers and mixed drinks on their beer wall. Award-winning barbecue and specialty dogs. Plus, get lunch for under 10 bucks. Crave Barbecue and Specialty Dogs in Bryant. Justin Acre here, and I can tell you, I know a few things about radio, and I can probably talk you through a football game, but I really don't know anything about much of anything else. Serta Pro Painters does, though, and that's the company I always use when I need a project done at my house. I've used them for over a decade for a number of different projects, inside and outside, and I don't care if you're a painting expert, Serta is here to help and make the process as awesome as it can be for you. So get Serta Pro on your project soon. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. When it comes to painting, do what I do. Trust Serta Pro. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. At 103.7 The Buzz, we love to hear from you, but we know that sometimes you just don't have time to wait your turn on the phone. So don't wait. Shoot us a text at the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-614-1037. Whether it's football, baseball, or basketball, high school or the pros, hit us up on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, 501-614-1037. For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040, or online at ArkansasTruck.com. And ask about the all-new RSI SmartCap. Howie, what is the guaranteed gift this Valentine's Day that will show her he cares? Well, first, he's got to get to Robert Irwin Jewelers, and second, he's got to get a Rhythm of Love diamond necklace. What's Rhythm of Love? They feature a high-performance rock and diamond in the center that's constantly in motion. She'll see it every time she walks by a mirror. And that sparkle will remind her just how much you love her. Free box of chocolates and a dozen roses? You got it. With every purchase of $99 or more while supplies last. It's the R.I.J. way for Valentine's Day. Robert Irwin Jewelers, free financing or online at rijewelers.com. Guys, it's that time of year. Got to figure out what to get her for Valentine's Day? Ava Bella Day Spa is a great place to start. 103.7 The Buzz returns to Ava Bella to help you out. The Zone will broadcast live Monday. Then on Tuesday, it's Morning Mayhem's turn on 103.7 The Buzz. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. Westmore, Joe Franklin. Glad you're with us on this Thursday afternoon. 30 more minutes before we hand it off to Drive Time Sports over on this Southern Structural Solutions text line. I have a good buddy 
who is very involved with the Louisville program, and he's saying that they're going to go after Musselman very hard at the end of this season. What are your thoughts on this? This is from Conway Hogg. Well, there's talk about Mick Cronin going back to Louisville and in a roundabout way that affecting Eric Musselman in a sense where there'll be an opening at UCLA and then UCLA comes calling for Eric Musselman. So either way, there's a talk that it could affect Eric Musselman being sought after by other teams. I will say as early as well last summer, there was talk on the uh, summer circuit about Louisville and Musselman. And uh, a lot of people thought that would be a very good fit. And they felt like that's something Louisville would want and possibly Musselman would want. That was just talk that was going on. My only thought right now is I know Louisville is desperate because they're bad. Historically bad and have been bad for a couple years. Are they able to sell Musselman to their fan base right now? The year that he's having. You know, if it would have been last year, it would be easy to sell. They'd be like, heck yeah, look at this. Two Elite Eights of Sweet 16. This guy is rolling. And now, as a president, an athletic director, you're going to your fan base and selling potentially a guy with a losing record. Here's who's going to turn around our program. Yes, he's gone to two Elite Eights and Sweet 16. The shine is off a little bit after this season. And that may be a harder sell for the fan base. It would be. After this season, yeah, for sure, because they're looking at the most recent trend there. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that does become a harder sell. But if you do look at the body of work, then it would be an upgrade for them. No doubt. I would think that it would work at Louisville. Now, if Mick Cronin went and got the Louisville job and UCLA was open, and I've always been told and thought that if USC or UCLA was open – you know, that's when you get nervous. You get scared of Musselman leaving. Those West Coast jobs, great jobs. He'd love to get back to that area. But how do you sell that to UCLA then, all of a sudden? And their storied coaches and programs, a guy coming off of a losing record. That would be, to me, even a lot more difficult to try to sell to the UCLA fan base. It would be at this time. It's the same same deal there because... They're always going to look at what's happening now. They're not going to go back two or three seasons. Mm-mm. but Because if they would, they would keep the coach that they have. But the administration and the fan base, we're talking about two different things. The administration, they may listen to the fan base. They may listen and maybe take suggestions because that happens at times. But ultimately, they're making the decision. Yeah, and they make the decision. It doesn't work out, and then they're fired because they, they're the ones who hired this guy that was coming off of a losing record. That makes them, they're putting their neck out on the line, basically, by making a hire that's somewhat questionable with the fan base. Now, if they went out and got, you know, some hot guy that's, you know, taking his team to the Elite Eight that year, Final Four that year, and he went and struggled, they'd be like, well, I mean, he was a good coach, you know, we, we thought he was good too. It's not on the AD then. But if they're unhappy with the choice to begin with, and then that guy struggles, and AD may be looking for a job, too. We see that happen quite a bit, too, where teams will make a run in the NCAA tournament, and then their coach gets a, another coaching job, another head coaching job, and it creates a domino effect where now that it may be a smaller school, they become open, and then there's a domino effect where a lot of coaches move around. Yeah, once again, I'm not saying Musselman's out looking and this is a possibility. They, we were asked about a potential Louisville thing, but once again, to me, this is even proof that, or this should show you, Musselman doesn't want this losing streak, losing record, a bad year. It's, not, it's bad for him. You know, it's bad for his profile, his record. He's doing, I, I, and I truly believe he's still doing everything he can to turn around this season and make some kind of crazy run if not just for this team, but personally, too. He's got a lot on the line also. Anything else on the Southern Structural Solutions text line? Wes, it is doubtful that uh, Tooney will play in the game on Sunday. This comes from Rebecca, a Chiefs fan. Oh, yes, she knows. I'm I'm not arguing that. Thank you, Rebecca. See what Kit and Little Rock has to say. 
coming from a big Cowboys fan. This is his prediction. 49ers 31, Chiefs 14. As much as I would like to see San Francisco lose because of their history with Dallas, the 49ers are the most explosive and complete team. The most explosive and complete team doesn't always win win the games, though, because no. we, you know, going into the Super Bowl last year, the thought was the Eagles. They were the better team. They were the more complete team. Chiefs made some plays during that game, including scoring a defensive touchdown, yeah. which their defense wasn't as good last year as they are now. They scored a defensive touchdown. That was the difference in the game. What are the uh, what are the percentages when you score a defensive touchdown? You win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're really high. Hmm. They, they're going to be because when you get those points that you don't expect from yeah. the defense, from special teams, that that increases your chance of winning, and especially turnovers. Turnovers always are going to play a factor in it. One big play can change the game in, in, in a big game like this. Of course, normally it is, but when you get the emotions involved in the Super Bowl, the highs and the lows with the final game, the game that decides everything, emotions are even bigger. The, the roller coasters on the sidelines, that momentum's even bigger during a Super Bowl. Teams usually start off a little slow in the Super Bowl also because of being kind of amped up. You always want to be the team that gets the ball second in the Super Bowl hmm. if possible. You want that, that other offense to come out and you know that they may be feeling a bit of pressure. They may have some nerves going because it is such a big game. It's the last game of the season. You want to be that offense that takes the field second. May have given me a prop bet right there. Go under on the total first quarter point scored. It's going to be a low score, and you think it's going to be a low score in first quarter. Bet Saracen also, they have different point totals that you can go over, under. Like, you can just go down the line and pretty much pick where you think scoring will be with either team in the first quarter. And first half. Definitely be checking out Bet Saracen this weekend, that's for sure. I got this email earlier today, and it's the uh, 10 biggest NFL personalities, according to new Google data. Uh, they, they used a formula and this research from online searches and uh, just names mentioned, social media. I'm going to run down the top 10 of the most talked about broadcasters. And number 10, I'll go backwards for you. Number 10, Aaron Andrews, part of the Fox crew. She does exclusive um, reports during the show and, or before the game and the interviews and then, of course, sideline reporting. That was a little surprising. That she was that far down. Yeah. yeah. Number 9, Eli Manning, part of the Manning cast. Number 8. Tony Romo, that was a little surprising for me. Being on the lead broadcast for CBS and it just uh, being a former Cowboy and being a guy that uh, kind of, he's been criticized a lot because of his style. His style of kind of calling out the play before it happened. That's why he's, he's ranked lower because people are, they're getting tired of that. That gets old to them. And that's why you see him being ranked lower. If we're talking about two years ago, he may be at the top. Top of the list. You, do you like that style? No. Didn't like it from the start. Why? Just because it was it was put out there almost like he was some kind of genius. Like this is something that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. Can't be duplicated. Anybody who's a play football at a high level or coached at a high level has football IQ where if you're elevated, if you're in a box somewhere, you can look at a formation and you can break down plays that way, especially if you've been around the team and you've seen what they've done in practice. You know all those things. Mm-hmm. So it, it was one of those things where he was given too much credit, where it's like he knows what's about to happen. He should know what's about to happen. He studied it quite a bit. Now, it's different when you're breaking down a play from elevated or if you're field level. Now, field level, when he was playing, if he knew all these things that he's putting out there now, why wasn't he a better player right. at the time and he could have broken down what was going to happen during a play while he was in the midst of it and in, in, in a play on the field? So your issue wasn't so much that he was doing it. It was the way they reacted to what he was doing, giving him too a, much A credit. little bit of both. A little bit of, because 
he did too much of it. It was one thing where, you know, if you put it out there and, uh, and then people were amazed by it, that's fine. But I think he heard the feedback on it, and it fed into him doing it more and more Yeah, throughout the entire game. I like that insight. I was watching a game not too long ago with a, uh, with a coach, and, and I, even going back, sitting in the press box with the uh, former Razorbacks, and they would be pointing out things. Uh, pre-snap of what to watch. I found that fascinating. You know, they, they'd see a safety coming over. Watch out for the blitz. Here comes the blitz. The corner's going to come on the blitz because the safety's coming down to take that corner spot. Just pointing out little things like that. I think that that's pretty fascinating. Um, and I feel like I know football pretty good, but then to point it out and to see those things happen, I enjoyed watching the game that way. It could be too much, though. And that that's why with the Manning cast, you know, if you're getting that with an alternate broadcast and it's not it's not you know the your traditional broadcast yeah that's that's what kind of threw people off and the fact that they want to hear they don't want to hear what you think is going to happen they want to hear you explain what happened during that play the traditional style yeah why did this happen and okay here's another thing that was kind of offsetting or off-putting about romo it was like if he said okay this is what happens in this situation. This play is going to the right, and then the play happens to go to the left. Well, they should have gone to the right, Jim, but, uh, you know, they didn't run the play the way that it should have been run. So now he's criticizing the team mm-hmm. because he was wrong on what he guessed. Yeah. You know, it, it, was, it was too much. <laughs> uh, so Romo's eight. Carissa Thompson is number seven. Part of the Fox NFL kickoff crew. Amazon Prime also on Thursday nights. J.J. Watt is number six. Former Texan star. He's part of the uh, CBS Sports NFL Today crew. He's brought a lot to the mm-hmm. broadcast this year, or studio this year. Yeah, I think he's he, he brought a lot. They needed that injection from J.J. Watt. Rob Gronkowski is next in fifth place. NFL Sunday, Fox NFL kickoff during the season. Michael Irvin was fourth. Michael Irvin, so he's on NFL Network, and they do their uh, game day morning show. Mm-hmm. He's always, you know, he of course he skews everything towards the Cowboys, but they have a lot of fun with him. He's He brings a lot of energy at all times. So, yeah, you could see Michael Irvin being high on that Opinionated. list. Opinionated. That helped him get on that list. He's been right yeah. a lot, too. No. Now, now, this was something that was funny this year. Going into that playoff game with the Packers and Cowboys, across the board, everybody picked the Cowboys. He was the last pick. He took the Packers, but he was taking them saying like he was, he was throwing off the curse that's been out there. But then he ended up being right <laughs> uh, in his pick. Third place on the uh, broadcaster list, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan, he he brings a lot of energy, and he's somebody that's gained a lot of popularity over the past few years. Sticking with that Fox NFL Sunday crew, number two is Terry Bradshaw. He's classic (laughs) in in his analysis over the years. Yeah, And number one, most searched, most Googled, most talked about, Peyton Manning. No surprise there. I love the Manning cast. But that is something, like you said, that is an alternative version that you choose to watch. You tune in, and you know what you're going to get. You know what you're in, in, in store for. It is not the traditional way of explaining the play and talking about the play as it happens or after it happens. This is more of a, almost like a, you know how the ESPN did the, the coaches clinic there for a while for an alternative broadcast, and the coaches all sitting around and talking. It is a fun way, alternative way of watching the game. I thoroughly enjoy the Manning cast. In fact, I have, uh, uh, when the Cowboys were on, I flipped over and watched the Manning cast. And normally in the beginning, when it was the Cowboys, when it was my team, I had to watch the normal broadcast. I had to be focused on, on the game. But I liked them so much, I started watching the Manning cast instead. The guests make the show also. The the number of guests they have on, Sometimes. who they have on, and uh, some of the breakdowns that they can get into. But... Um, yeah, I mean, so Romo deserves credit in the fact that the style kind of developed the Manning cast, and also with Romo, he reset the market. 
got paid, and all these other guys ended up getting paid quite a bit because of the market being reset. And then we see that it really took a turn now with Tom Brady and the contract that he has, and he hasn't even done anything yet. He's supposed to start this season coming up 2024. He's going to make twice as much as Romo per year. And this list went on to say next year, Tom Brady will be at the top of the list. That if he was part of the broadcast teams now, he was so much talked about, and even when the the announcement and everything, that he will easily be at the top of the list next year. Everybody's going to want to watch and listen to what Tom Brady has to say to see if it's quality. We know that there has been quality with Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to see if Tom Brady brings that same quality to the broadcast. Oh, he's going to be so scrutinized. I mean, every word, every play, I mean, there are going to be people nitpicking him. Because as many fans as he has, he's got detractors too, and they would love to see him fail as a broadcaster. It's a domino effect also because if the Manning cast never happened, there's no way a network could have gone to Tom Brady and say, said, we want you in the booth to call games. That would have never happened. B.A. and Ryzen says, Gruden was calling out the plays before they happened when Romo was still playing. Exactly. And missing the playoffs. Phil Sims used to do it also. I didn't remember Sims doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that was something that everybody acted like this is something that's never been done before. But John Gruden, he didn't, he didn't make that the staple of what he stood on or his style, the way he went about it. Uh-huh. But when teams would get a, a close to the goal line, and you see those goal line formations and, and the packages that they have. Yeah, Gruden would always say, okay, this is something to look out for. This is what this team likes to do down yeah. near the goal line. He wouldn't say, okay, this is what they're about to do, but he would say this is something to look out for. Sure. This is, this, these are the tendencies, tendencies for this yeah. team. Uh, Lewis says, amen, Joe. I couldn't agree with you more. If he knows, Romo, all the stuff when he was playing, why did he throw so many pick sixes? Better, what's, what's the old saying? Do as I do, not as what I did. <laughs> Better now than I was then. Yeah, uh, I, but I liked Romo. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that style, and he's tamed it down a lot. And, and now doesn't really, he does a little bit, but not to the extent that he used to. But I so in, in it. the beginning, it was probably 80-20, 80 being in Romo's camp, and twenty that didn't like it. Now it's probably shifted where it's probably sixty forty. If not more, 65-35, where the higher percentage, they don't like the style. Don't like it. And then you still have some that are on board with it. Hmm. We'll wrap it up when we come back. See if uh, Double R's around, hanging out. Got some more Super Bowl sound to play for you. Get ready for the big game. Tomorrow's our last day to talk about it. We'll make some picks. I'm going to do a little research tonight. See if I can sway myself one way or the other on who I think is going to win. We'll have to do it for air tomorrow, but you can always change between tomorrow and Sunday. (laughs) You know, I haven't made a pick, and it's not because I'm holding out. It's just I really don't have a pick yet. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed control and fertilization service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or even trying to do it yourself. 315-9395 or go online at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. Fun Thursday edition of Morning Mayhem is in the books. want to thank our four priests who came in and congratulate our winner, Ben Crisman, your winner of the 2024 Clergy Bowl. Also coming up on Friday's show, we've got Dan Hampton, Danny West, Heather Baker, and RJ. Hawk at 6 to 10 tomorrow morning right here on Morning Mayhem. The rest of my life gonna start today. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. What do you do when the power goes out? 
Well, now you can do anything you want when you purchase a Generac Home Standby Generator from Generator Supercenter of Little Rock. Come visit the experts at Central Arkansas's only generator showroom, located on Chanel Parkway in West Little Rock. We offer a turnkey solution, financing, and 24-7 service. Visit our website for more info at GeneratorSuperCenterOfLittleRock.com. The standby power people. After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds, and surgery seemed too risky. So she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. <laughs> they are like family members to me. Take care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Hey folks, Trey Johnson here with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. Spring is coming and everyone is getting ready to get outside. So if you need your trailer serviced or repaired, let us help you out. Or you may be needing a trailer to get your golf cart to the golf course. Or you need a trailer for work. Or if you just need to buy a new trailer for recreational use. Let us help you at HJ Trailer Sales with one of the best service departments in the state. Visit us in Hot Springs or check us out on Facebook or at HJTrailerSales.com. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee from Ava Bella Day Spa, and Valentine's Day is here. We have specials ranging from $60 to $200. How about the Love Bug Special? A 60-minute healing stone massage with a chocolate espresso treatment, $150. Find all of our specials at avabelladayspa.com. Print your gift certificate from home or send it to the recipient. It's as easy as that. Thanks and happy Valentine's Day. Arkansas broadcast legend Craig O'Neill joins Morning Mayhem each week presented by Petty Jean Meats, locally owned and operated for four generations. With Petty Jean Meats, people always know where their meat is coming from. Made right here in Arkansas. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. My entire life growing up, I was taught to speak things into existence because if you don't speak them into existence, if you don't tell yourself them, if you don't, you know, say them out loud, like, how are they ever going to happen? Like, things don't just come to chance. Like, you have to work for, you know, what you get and be lucky sometimes, but you have to work for it. And so, I know just me stating it and then I, I'm not going to say, like, I didn't look back at that video, like, every, like, I didn't do that by any means, but just, like saying that I would be back and like has that influenced me a little bit yeah sure like I attack it every single day I work really hard every single day like football is my job I that's what I do but um I just kind of try to take every single day and be my best at it every single day and now look at you know, I have an opportunity to play again that's George Kittle talking about going back to the Super Bowl Wes Moore Joe Franklin Randy Rainwater joins us and speaking of the devil, we were just talking about George Kittle during the break, and he could be the uh, X factor for you. I think he could definitely be the X factor because everyone's talking about Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, uh, Brock Purdy. I mean, all these there, and McCaffrey deserves a lot of attention, a lot of attention. But Kittle, he can be that quiet assassin, mm-hmm. and. Um, you and I were talking about this also, and Joe, you can jump in on this. I think it's I think it's a toss up game, but I do believe if it gets down to who has the football last, if it ends up being the hands of Mahomes, I'm going KC. Oh, absolutely, and that was how the game shook out this past season yep. Yep. with the Chiefs and Eagles, where Chiefs were able to kick a game winning field goal. Game was tied. Throw it on the other side though. Last possession of the game, it's the 49ers with the ball. Do you have faith in Purdy nope. getting it done? <laughs> nope. Oh, by the way, did you check uh, on the Bet Saracen app the greatest prop special that may have ever been and will ever be? 
will there be a doink <laughs> in the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had Neil on today. We, we discussed that a little bit. Because it happened last year. I Chances are always good of that, though. I, I got to go yes. Well, think, I think about this. I believe it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think there are going to be a lot of touchdowns, so there could be a lot of field goal attempts. The more field goal attempts, the odds go up. It could be an be extra a point. point. Could be. Could be. And now, with an extra point being back further, it's not a gimme like it used to be. I love it. I love it. I'm going yes. There'll be a doink. <laughs> you just like saying doink. Doink. These are two great tight ends in this game. That is something that's common with uh, Kelsey and Kittle. Here's Andy Reid on where Kelsey ranks. At this point, Andy, where do you feel like Travis stands among the greatest tight ends in the history of the game? And, and do you think being the best ever at his position is something that motivates him? Yeah, so... I think all these guys want to do the best they possibly can and uh, to play the best they possibly can. Um, and then I'd tell you Travis's numbers probably stand up for themselves. Uh, I would tell you that he has an opportunity to go down as uh, one of the best, if not the best, uh, tight ends to play. Does he spend a ton of time worrying about that? I don't think he does. He. Every game he goes, you know, let's just go win. I mean, that's that's kind of his thinking. And um, and uh, however he's competitive and during crunch time, you know, he's going to be there for you um, and, and and want the ball to you know to help out the team. Can't wait for Sunday. Can't wait for baseball, Randy. Today the uh, preseason SEC rankings came out from the coaches, and they have Arkansas to win it all. Were you surprised? No, 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 no surprise. Uh, now that may have done before Peyton Stovall. Uh, that was announced that he may be out four to six weeks, so you're not sure about that. But if this team is as deep. And I'm not talking pitching wise. I'm just talking about your mm-hmm. normal position players. I mean, Wes, Joe, when's the last time you heard of a four deep at catcher? Yeah. Well, I mean, these are these any of these four could be a starter practically anywhere else. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No, and Van Horn said it, it's never happened to have four catchers of that quality for on one team. But I even look at Jared Sprague-Lott, the guy who may replace Stovall at second if they want, decide to leave Peyton Hold at third. This is a guy who transferred in from Richmond and started for three years. I mean, the guy's got experience and he's played all over the he's infield. The so that's a nice little backup plan. You hate to lose Stovall, but at least you've got somebody that's played, what, close to 100 games in college baseball to and step in? And they're done that. Well, what's coming up? Matt Zimmerman oh, leads off. Coatsy. He's in the top spot. And I can't wait to talk to our NFL agent and guru, you pirates, trying to take Chris Turnage away from drive time sports. But Chris comes on today at 530. I want to get his slant on the Super Bowl. Find out B.J. Thompson's going to get in. Yeah, hopefully he will. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. England product. England, Arkansas. Not England. London, England. No, Did you hear that not story? Not the pond. Did you hear that story? No, I did not. Okay, you'll have to ask Chris to tell okay, that story. Okay. It is great. That's going to do it for us. Great show, Joe, as always. Thanks for listening. Drive Time Sports is next. Man, another break. I guess people should really stick to what they know. Like how Chris Crane Hyundai knows customer care and cars. New, pre-owned, service, and a body shop. But don't just take my word for it. Let Layden tell you. Hey, Arkansas. is Layden Blocker. For Slam Dunk Deals, go see the team at Chris Crane Hyundai and Carlos. So Layden's got the hoops handled, and Chris Crane has your car covered. Come see us today on Museum Road in Conway and Chris